Hello, today is Thursday, January 18th. I'm Tracy Anderson, and thanks for joining me today. It's cold and snowy here, like winter should be. So let's see what a few markets are doing. We'll start with beef. Multiple storms in the Midwest have turned the beef market a little more quickly than I expected. Beef harvest last week was 549,000 head, down from the holiday shortened prior week of 551,000 head. Compare this to the same week last year when 661,000 head were harvested. That's a 16% drop for the week, mostly due to weather, but also the continued reduction in cattle herd size and reduced weekly production. We currently have an overcapacity of production plants, and we are not seeing the cattle put through to keep those plants full. The decline in middle meats will continue one more week. While this post-holiday New Year decline happens every year, we can pretty much expect those declines to continue to the end of January, sometimes into February. That will not be the case this year. I think we've seen the bottom for this cycle, and middle meats will begin to move higher earlier this year. I think we've seen the bottom for this cycle, and middle meats will begin to move higher earlier this year. I'd say the last week of January, we will see increases. Other beef products that have been steadily rising since the new year will continue as well. Rounds, chucks, and thin meats are all on the increase. Grinds, too. So next week is the time to buy middle meats. Everything else is buy now. It will cost more money later. Let's look at poultry and chicken is up again for next week. Wings, random breast, and tenders all moving higher. Of course, a few weeks until Super Bowl when wings are at their highest demand. Pricing will continue to move higher right to the Super Bowl, but this year pricing will be reasonable compared to previous years. Production is about even with this same time last year, and demand is moving the product out, so I'd expect to see chicken continue to move higher. With beef so expensive and less abundant, chicken and pork will try to fill that market demand. On the avian flu front, a pretty quiet week. Four new cases reported, affecting 1,800 birds. Let's hope for continued good news on this front. Now let's look at pork. And bellies closed at 125, up from last week's 114. If you were waiting to buy bacon looking for a declining market, you missed it. One analyst I respect thinks this will continue steadily right into June. I'm not quite there but I do think we'll have a few more weeks of steady increases. Pork production, also affected by weather, was 493 million pounds last week, down 4% from previous holiday-shortened week. Still, butts and loins continue to be a great value in pork. Now let's look at grain, and the January WASDI report showed we have more corn and more soybeans than we thought. With a record crop already understood, the crop numbers grew some more as we also have new record yields of 177.3 bushels of corn per acre. This has pushed corn down to 440 a bushel. Last week's close was 463. Corn producers now say they need about 540 a bushel to be profitable. I don't see that happening this year at all. So I guess this is good news for everyone except corn producers. 
Similar news with soy, with increased inventories on hand and 50.6 bushels per acre at harvest. We have lots of corn and soy to sell, but so does South America. I'll be pretty interested to see where this goes over the next year. Wheat also declined, though that was more a reflection of overall grain markets, not specific to wheat. This, as I've said a few times, is all good news for the rest of the food industry. And finally, a look at dairy, and the CME was relatively quiet this week. Through Thursday, barrel had no change, block is down three, and butter is up one. Welcome to normalcy for the butter markets. Okay, with that, I'm done. Thanks for listening, and let's do this again next week. Music.